start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. Good morning, Christian America. As we get our week started today, what are we teaching our children? Are we starting our children off on the way that they should go? What is our responsibilities as adults, as elders, as believers in the Christian American community to pass on our knowledge and the wisdom that Christ gives us through Scripture? Are we upholding our responsibilities as adults, as leaders in the community, as leaders in the family, to bring the knowledge of Scripture, to bring the love of Christ to the next generation of children? Or are we letting the world decide for us? Let's talk about that more as we get our week started off right. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here once again with the Christian American community representing the Christian American T-Shirt Company coming to you this Monday to talk to you specifically about what we're doing as adults. What are we doing as elders in the community? What are we doing as the individuals responsible to pass on the torch of knowledge, the torch of wisdom, the, no- the torch of Jesus Christ, the the uh, knowledge and wisdom of Scripture and the revelation that God has given us, has blessed us with in Scripture. What are we doing? Are we living up to our responsibilities to the next generation, to our children, to our community? Are we living up to our responsibilities as children of the previous generation that have passed down this wisdom to us? As a community, as a society, we make the decisions for our children. And we should be making the decisions for our children at an early age that they will be a part of the Christian American community, that they will be a believer in Christ. We teach them from an early age the the important lessons that they can understand, the age-appropriate lessons that they can understand at the earliest of ages, how to be kind and how to be compassionate and how to share with one another, how to, to love one another as you love yourself. And it starts within the community. It starts within the family and then expands to the community and expands eventually to our society, to our country. We make these decisions, and you should be making these decisions. Your parents hopefully made these decisions for you as a child that that you would participate in the traditions in the culture in the readings in the scripture in the commands that god has given us whether it be the ten commandments or all the other commands that jesus lays out on the the spirit of the law and explaining to to us through scripture what the old commandments mean that is the responsibility of the parent. It has always been the responsibility of the parent. It is the parent who passes on knowledge, who passes on wisdom, generation after generation to their children and to their children's children. That's why in almost every society, in almost every country, and uh, every generation, There has been a great respect for our elders, for the elders, the elders of a tribe, the elders in our own family. That's why we 
pay great respect and reverence to our grandparents and our great-grandparents, not only for the great things they've done, not only for the lives that they've lived, but the fact that they have lived these lives in those expanded years that we haven't reached yet, the 60, 70, 80, 90 years on this earth, the amount of knowledge, the amount of wisdom, the amount of human interaction, the amount of hardship and obstacles, the amount of challenges, the amount of successes that they've achieved that they had to, or that they've had to go through far outweighs our experiences. It just does. It, it would have to. If you spend 90 years, if you're 90 years old today and you've spent 90 years on this earth, on this planet, you've seen the ups and downs, you've seen the, the slips and falls, you've gone through trials and tribulations, you've had your, your own successes and failures, you've learned from these things. Not only have you learned from these things, but now you've seen over 90 years, you've been able to see that churn and that cycle maybe a few times as opposed to uh, the younger folks in, in, in the 20, 30, 40 year range who haven't had these experiences, not as many experiences. We just haven't had enough time on this planet to experience all of those things an elder has. And it's because of that viewpoint. The more times you go through something, the more knowledgeable you become of that something, the more wisdom that you attain and you're able to look at things from a different perspective. That is why we value the judgment. We value the insight and the intellect of our elders because they've hopefully they've passed that information on to us. And as fallen creatures, as failing creatures, we tend to dismiss the the uh, the generations that came before us because we think that this time is different. There's always an exception as to why I'm right and uh, the way they used to do it is somehow backwards, is somehow uh, misguided, is somehow misinformed. Uh, and there are some things like that. But by and large, especially what we're talking about today, and we're talking about scripture, we're talking about wisdom, we're talking about tradition, we're talking about how to raise a family right, how to raise a uh, and build a community centered around common purposes. And these common purposes that can then lift everyone in the community. We have to turn towards the individuals that know better. And it's the elders in the community uh, that have lived and that should have lived these experiences much uh, uh, in much more detail than, than we have had the opportunity yet. That is their role in this society. That is their role in our community to pass on knowledge and wisdom. And it's our job as adults that aren't in the senior citizen age that are a, a little bit younger to Open our eyes, open our minds, open our hearts to their knowledge, to the things that they know intimately about. In this aspect, we look to Scripture. We look to Scripture because Scripture has been around for thousands of years. 2,000 in the, at least in the, in the New Testament and much longer than that. In the Old Testament, I'm not going to dispute dates or get into the go down that road, but thousands of years of wisdom that has been passed down from elders to us. There's a direct line from thousands of years ago, from the uh, 
uh, from the point of creation and God's intention for us to where we sit today. And in Proverbs 22, verse 6, it specifically states that to start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. It seems to be the idea of the day that especially when it comes to scripture, especially when it comes to values and beliefs, that we are not supposed to impose our beliefs on our children, that we are not supposed to impose our ideology, our, our scriptural uh, 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 zeal upon the next generation, on our kids. And it seems to be the idea of the day that they should find out for themselves or that they should choose for themselves at a later date salvation and the belief in christ is ultimately an individual decision it's ultimately going to be decided by the person themselves but we as adults we as elders we as uh baton bearers in this uh never-ending race uh are we have a responsibility to grab that baton from the previous generation soak in that knowledge soak in that wisdom build up on our own uh, and then pass that on to our children even at the earliest ages because scripture says what you teach the child at a young age he will remember when he's older that is what our duties and our responsibilities are as elders in the family, as leaders in the community, to pass on the knowledge of Scripture, the knowledge of wisdom, onto our children, whether they think they are ready for it or not, whether they think that uh, or or that society thinks that we should be doing it or not. Scripture tells us otherwise, and I would much rather listen to what Scripture has to say than whatever this society may say. To simply not discuss true knowledge, to simply not uh, teach your children the ways of faith, the ways and the traditions and the readings and the scripture and the teachings that Jesus provides us limits your child. It limits their ability to grow and to learn and to build true knowledge and true wisdom on their own. A passage that came to me recently uh, that I wanted to talk to specifically about today also is uh mark in the book of mark chapter 10 verse uh verse 14 and jesus is talking to his disciples and there are children that are reaching out that are trying to touch jesus they want to touch jesus so we'll start at 13 it says the people were bringing little children to jesus for him to place his hands on them but the disciples rebuked them and when jesus saw this he was indignant he was indignant when they rebuked the children he said to them let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of god belongs to such as these our children are reaching out for Christ. When they look to you, they see the work of God. They see 
what Christ has made. They see his intervention in their own world. They don't understand that concept, but they instinctively feel it. They reach out to you when your child is crying, when your child is hurting, when your child is excited to see you. The first thing they want to do is they want to touch you. They want to hold you. You are a representation of Christ in their eyes. You have made them in their eyes as Christ has made you. There is a direct correlation uh, in the way these children reach towards you, towards us as parents to guide them, to lead them, to shepherd them, and to not introduce the next generation to scripture and the biblical word is to hinder them i'll say it again it's to hinder them in the future interactions the future of their life on this earth you are not preparing them for what the world is what they are going to encounter into in in the world what the world is going to impose on them imagine the the backlash, the outrage. If you were to send your kids out into the world unvaccinated, right? And I'm not going to talk about vaccines, but I mean, you, the recognition that there are bad, there are, there is bacteria, there are, there are viruses, there are things out in the world that can damage your child. To simply ignore that fact and not prepare them is a dereliction of your duty. And that's as far as I'll take it in the vaccination conversation because that opens a different box uh, altogether. Imagine sending the outrage of sending your child out into the world, raising them from a child to an adult, never teaching them how to read. Imagine this, the, 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 the dangers of that. Imagine the amount of failure and struggle that you are going to inflict on that child by failing to properly prepare them for the obstacles and the challenges of this world. Imagine raising a child from inception to adulthood and never teaching them, teaching them math, like ba- basic mathematics. And trying to, and then allowing them to go into the world and interact. They're going to be severely disadvantaged. And it will be to their detriment. And it will probably be the detriment to them, to, to themselves and to whatever semblance of a family that they would ever be able to, to, to generate after that. You're essentially being destructive to a whole generation, a whole line of succession. It seems perfectly acceptable to not teach your children about Scripture, not teach your children about the nature of Christ, to not teach your children about the nature of this world, about what God has made and where God has put us and what our responsibilities are under him in his eyes what we are called to do who we are called to look for look towards um who we're called to work for and limiting our children limiting the next generation by not introducing your faith and your love and the truth more importantly than all of that the truth of scripture to our to our children to the next generation 
severely disadvantages them and it would disadvantage them it would disadvantage their children it would it would disadvantage their children's children it would disadvantage all of the community and the society that they interact with because it it is a it is a multiplication of ignorance it's a multiplication of of unbelief that will take place because conversations around christ will never take place because that knowledge isn't there and you and you you hinder the entire community we have a responsibility ladies and gentlemen as christian americans as believers in christ to pass on true wisdom to pass on true knowledge to our children um as Jesus says, let the children come to me and do not hinder them. Let them reach out for Christ. When they reach to you, they reach to Christ. Remember that. Pass on this message. Get them into uh, into scripture. Get them into a church. Get Read, pray, uh, and sit down and discuss God's revelation through, scri- through scripture with your children. That is how we progress our faith forward into generations to come with that ladies and gentlemen as always if you want to contribute to the christian american community you can go to christianamericantees.com that's christianamericantees.com christianamericantees all one word.com to pick yourself up some christian american apparel if you want to continue to be a uh, a contributor to the christian american dialogue online you can follow us on any social media platform that's facebook twitter instagram uh youtube parlor Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, TikTok. We're on TikTok now just recently. So search any social media platform. Search uh, Good Morning Christian America. Search the Christian American community. I'm sure you will find us. We are not hard to find. Uh, click on it. Subscribe to it. Uh, that way you don't miss any, any of our content. You stay and you build. You help grow this Christian American community that is united around Christ at the forefront of our lives, that love this country, and that recognize that that is what unites us, the love of Christ, not race, not gender, not politics, not anything else, but the truth in Christ. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday when we see each other again, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.